the Shifts to Success podcast, a show about business, entrepreneurship, and the people who've made remarkable shifts in their lives. All right, guys, welcome to the Shifts to Success podcast. Um, sorry, I have been um, not creating episodes recently. Um, it's been crazy, crazy busy uh, my end. And, uh, and yeah, I'm going to share with you what I've been up to, but also kind of more of an offload um, with this episode. I think what I'm starting to find with these episodes is actually, um, obviously, it's to provide value is for those who are not part of Shift Success yet or those looking to make shifts to success in their lives uh, to understand my thinking and to, to get closer to me uh, on, a, on a different level, on a personal level. But also what I'm starting to find is that this actual podcast is very therapeutic to me. Um, it's a chance for me to offload, share my thinking uh, in a uh, uncensored manner, which is great, which I find uh, which I find very uh, refreshing. Um, so one of the first things, um, uh, something that's been playing on my mind recently is um, problems and handling problems. Um you know, one thing that I'm starting to be aware of is that a lot of people are using their problems as an excuse to not get the result done for themselves. What I mean by this is that life happens to us all. And a lot of people play victim, whether that is going through a divorce, whether that is um, their kids being poorly in the sense of, you know, a cold or a flu. It could be that their spouse doesn't support them. It could be that their job's full on at the minute and they're not getting support at work. It could be whatever, right? I think the only thing that I wouldn't say is health. You know, health is very important. It's number one. If you're not healthy, you know, that is the number one except exception onto this rule. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that life happens to us all. Whether that is family death, whether it's, you know, as I mentioned, the job being unsupportive right now. And sometimes we've got to realize that those things are never going to go away. And we have to crack on. We have to push on regardless. All right. We have to look those problems in the face and realize that if we don't overcome these, we're going to be always in the same situation that we're currently in. And going into business, you know, you're going to have a shitload of problems. Um, you know, every every morning I've got a fuckload of problems sitting in my inbox, right? And that's what as entrepreneurs do, we solve problems. And uh, what happens and what I've noticed, you know, through my, my personal problems growing up, if you want to hear that story, you can listen to episode one. Um, and also to the problems I have now in business is that you become almost... It's going to make me sound heartless, but um, numb to the fact. So the more problems you overcome and you face and you um, go through, you become numb to the problems that you had. So let me let me explain this. So if you, if you had a level seven problem, right? You had a level seven problem, you know, it's pretty, quite big in the grand scheme of things. Um, and then you go through that, you overcome it, and over the years, you know, you keep going over those seven, eleven, several problems. When that level seven problem arises again, when you've been through a few of them, it just never feels as big anymore. It just doesn't. You just crack on, you overcome it, and it's like this, this numb feeling. 
And that's where you've built mental resilience going forward. And what starts to happen, you start getting level eight problems and nine problems and 10 problems where you're thinking, fuck me, how am I ever, 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 ever going to overcome this? Again, you just become numb to the fact. And that is a very special place to come to, to go through. When you know through the bottom of your core that whatever problem comes your way that you'll deal with it that is a that's a special place to be and I want people to realize this because those starting out in business those who have personal problems right now um when you you got two choices and you know when you overcome those problems you're actually building resilience for the future because when those problems arise again they're just never going to feel as big so hopefully that comes across in the right way. Um, and, you know, if you are one of those people who use their problems that, you know, kind of use an excuse to stop you, just realize that you've got 100% survival rate. I've mentioned this before on the podcast. You're still alive. If you listen to this, you're still here. You can overcome the next thing that comes your way. And when you overcome it, you are building that resilience. Um, that takes time to come to go through. Um, you know, I've been in business six years now and, you know, um, when I deal with problems now that it just, I just, it almost this confidence that it's going to get done. That whatever comes my way is going to get solved in some way. Um, whether that's the resources team, um, it, it is what it is and it, and it will get solved. But when starting out in business, I think, um, everything just felt way bigger than it actually was i feel every fucking bump and um i just don't feel those bumps as much anymore um and i see a lot of people when they come out with these problems that they make a permanent choice over a temporary discomfort the problems that typically you face and are gonna over, you're gonna face in life are temporary right think about the problems you had growing up as a kid to teenager to you know, starting your first job or becoming a mum for the first time, becoming a dad for the first time, right? Those problems aren't there anymore. They were temporary. But some people, when they have these problems in life, they, they're, throwing the, they're throwing the towel. They make a permanent decision to quit their business. They quit on their dreams. They quit on their goals because of the problem they're going through. And I want to say this, and I hope this helps. Your, whatever problems you come through in life, your problems are not the result. And sometimes we think whatever problem we're going through, whether you're losing a job, whether you lost a sale, you lost a customer, whether your marketing didn't work, whatever it may be, that's not the result. That's not the end outcome, guys. It's how you fucking react to them. That is the result. And I've shared this before on a previous podcast. Whatever problem, the event has arised, how you respond to that is going to determine your outcome. So your problems, whatever you're going through, is not the end result. And most people think that's the end result when it's actually, in fact, not. That is just a process you have to go through. And you've got two choices all the time. You respond in a positive way or a negative way. Let me explain. If you, if you have... Um, if you are speaking to customers and you're not getting any sales, you can throw in the towel and say, oh, you know, these customers don't see my value or whatever. 
Or you can say, how can I be better? Now, the, the first option isn't going to help you. It's going to make you feel resentful. It's going to make you feel like shit. But with the latter, that's forcing you to level up, to learn from something, to gain something from the problem you're going through. So again, your problem is not the end result. How you react to it is. Um, I'm going to share a story, you know, what I've been through uh, recently. Um, and, you know, it was a, it was a, um, it was in my foot. So this happened, God, I would say about a week ago now, sorry, uh, a month ago, a month ago, I'd say about four weeks. And, um, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or not before, but I was in a relationship for 10 years. I met my ex-partner back in, God, uh, I was 21 years old. Um, and in uh, April 2020, I came out of a long-term relationship. Mutual decision, completely amicable, respect each other, and um, we're getting on with our lives. And um, stupidly, myself allowed uh, my ex-partner to continue um, managing our, uh, you know, well, my business. My, the first business is called Siri Home. It's a large HMO development company and, and uh, property management company, essentially. And I um, I basically uh, al- allowed her to continue with that whilst I was focused on shift success. Property is not my passion. Shift to success is... I'm obsessed with it. Property, not so much. Um, and um, in hindsight, I can say to myself, Alex, that was a stupid decision. <laughs> you know, because you know, there's no, there's no emotional connection for my ex-partner now to operate the business at a high standard, and I expected that. Okay, so that's why I'm saying it's a stupid decision, and I'm being very honest with you. I don't think I've ever spoke like this on a podcast before, but I'm being very, very honest. Um, and um, Oh, well, what I'll say, I haven't been this deep with you before, I don't believe, but um, but yeah, I essentially um, cracked on, started Shift Success, we've got hiring at the minute, we're making massive waves, we're making great progress, we're reaching more people, and we're, you know, we're we're making a difference, so, and whilst that's all going off, I'm thinking of, you know, the property's being looked after, checking in regularly, of course, checking in on, you know, the delegation and stuff like that, and uh you know, out of the 75 units we have, um, I ask, you know, how many, how many voids have we got? How many, especially through COVID, because I'm kind of worried about that with tenants losing their jobs, etc. And uh, I was being reported back with seven, seven voids, which is under 10%, which I'm, which I'm fine with, right? Because we stack a deal that way. But, you know, I make, I speak to my team and, you know, I'm speaking to people around me and it's time to actually take back um, the management of, um, the, the whole entire business again and um, it turns out that we don't have seven voids we have 22 22 voids now on average let me just share this with you in quick maths I'm rubbish at math so 470 on average some of our rooms at 550 some at 450 but let's do on average 470 ish times by 22 that's 10,340 a, a month in revenue now in the grand scheme of things you know it's still a lot of money in the grand scheme of things we're okay you know cash flow is great and it's fine but that's not the point 
10 grand wasn't coming in. Okay. Now I had to solve the issue with, you know, my team essentially to, to fill these rooms ASAP. Now, thankfully, four weeks on, there's only about seven rooms left. Okay. Which is about that, that 10% I was looking for. And of course, we're going to go and try and fill them. But what I've realized is that I could have reacted and kicked off and said, this is, you know, you've lied to me, you know, blah, 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 and played the victim, right? Played the victim and not gained anything from it. But with where my mindset is, is what I've said to myself is, no, I'm the leader of the company. I should be doing a better job of delegating. I uh, should check deeper into things and not maybe take people's word for things. And, um, and also to make sure, um, you know, I'm, I'm basically, you know, maybe communicating better because, um, or checking in regularly, should I say. So there's loads of positives that I've took out for it. And, and lo and behold, the, you know, the company's back up to a, you know, a level, which is fantastic, um, because we're, you know, we're, we're completely managing the portfolio again. It's actually more profitable now because we not haven't got another you know salary to pay for. We've put more systems in place. We're more productive. Um, we're getting uh, higher rents now. Um, it's just gone a bit gone a bit crazy, right? To be honest, and you know these past four weeks, I have been balls to the wall busy, crazy, crazy busy. And in a strange, weird way, I've been almost addicted to it. Like I've been, like I'm loving the, I'm loving the uh, the hustle. I'm loving the uh, being on that momentum that, oh, you know, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, you know, and that kind of energy that I'm getting from it, which is which is kind of fucked up, but, you know, thought I'd share that with you. Um, so I took a massive positive from that experience, you know, £10,000 a month losing through the company. Um, and, and yeah, now I've, you know, took control over that again. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I just want to share that with you um, because... I didn't play the victim. I took control. I looked for the lessons. And when that problem arised, although it was big, I had anxiety, trust me, and, you know, because it's a lot of work and I've got shifts success and I've got employees and I've got to, you know, manage these people and, you know, loads of things going through my head. But in the grand scheme of things, if that problem arose when I started my my journey, I think that, I I would have made the situation even worse by my reaction. I think that I would have blew my lid a little bit more. I would have been pissed off a lot more instead of a quiet confidence of we'll get it done. And I think that just comes with maturity. And I want to share that with you because if you're going through hard times right now, the hard times you're going through, as mentioned, they're building mental fortitude, resilience, for many, many years that hopefully you're going to be in business. Um, and one thing I've learned from that as well is that it's very hard for, for a business, I think, to actually collapse. Um, and what I mean by this is a, ch- a child never, ever um, puts their hand on the stove twice, right? They they get burnt and like, shit, that hurt. That That's too hot. I'm, I'm not going to do that again. And that's why I think a lot of successful people do. 
they get burnt in business. They shouldn't have sent that email. Oh, I shouldn't have spoke to my team member like that. I shouldn't have gave the property over in management to, to someone else. I shouldn't have, you know, uh, I should have said this to this person or I should have launched this product sooner. I should have got rid of this team member sooner. All these little burns that we have through our journey, I think we make marginal corrections to ultimately get to our goal. And I think most people are willing to go through the years to get to those, to, to go through those marginal corrections to get to their result, where ultimately they have a thriving, successful business because it's painful, right? There's problems, etc. cetera. Um, but what I've realized as well is that it's hard to almost allow your business to fail in, in the sense of, you know, it not existing anymore because you learn from the many, many failures and burns that you go through. Um, you know, I, th I think I shared this on my Instagram, that many people see the wins. Everyone sees the wins because it's social media. They see the one win, right? But they never see the fucking 99 losses that you needed to go through that led to it. So, yeah, I just want to share that with you. Um, yeah. Um, I'm conscious that this um, this uh, episode's going on a bit. So I want to kind of share one final thought with you. And this comes down to deathbed thinking. Um, deathbed thinking. What is deathbed thinking? Deathbed thinking is hmm, where essentially when you are faced with a decision, business or personal, what would the person say who you are? who is minutes away from dying. What would you say on your deathbed, looking back on your life, faced with that decision? And this is powerful because it kind of gets rid of the regret or the, it kind of gets rid of the regret, but also reminds you of the inevitable, which we're all going to die. And it allows you to, I believe, have more courage because we're all going to die, right? We're not getting out alive it's not we're not getting out of life alive and by having deathbed thinking it allows you to just think with a different dynamic because the worst that's going to happen in life is that you are going to die right um and this can come down to many decisions such as hiring someone it could be to firing someone it could be to raising investment but also to things like you know um asking asking a, a girl or guy out for a date um i am in a new relationship now and i've been with um this person for uh, about seven months and it's going amazing it's going really really well it's been absolutely fantastic and the truth of the matter is this person uh that i was actually that i'm now with i actually uh had a bit of a crush on her for you know i'd say about a over a year uh over a year for sure and she was training in the same gym as me. I didn't approach her once. I I, I wimped out. And um, I just didn't have the courage to do it. And when I started thinking of this deathbed thinking, what had happened is that my um, my friend who I, who I trained in the gym with made a comment. And that's how he got speaking. But I was still shy. I was still quite, I, you know, I wasn't. I don't think I was confident in the facts because I, I had a massive crush on her that I 
wanted to approach her the right way because I didn't. I was probably scared of rejection. But what I started to think about when we started speaking is if I don't take this opportunity to carry on speaking to this person, will my future self on my deathbed regret this decision? It's been a year I've not spoken to this person. She comes into the gym daily. I've not said a word to her really. Maybe a smile odd there and there. But when the opportunity presented itself, would I have regretted it? Would my future deathbed thoughts have wished I did? And lo and behold, I did. And thankfully, you know, the rest is history. And, you know, we're, we're now seven months into our relationship, which is which is going amazing. Um, and I want to share that with you because if you're hating your job right now or you are maybe wanting to go for a promotion in a job or whether you are wanting to resign from your job because you can't stand it or I, I don't know whether you know asking someone out for a date or saying sorry to someone or saying I love you to someone whatever it may be ask yourself this question would my future self on my deathbed what would they say about the situation would they regret this situation because when you think about that time isn't something you're not getting back and sometimes opportunity can only present itself once and you've got to take the opportunity and when you're faced with that question that deathbed thinking it becomes a yes or no answer and if you know you are going to regret not taking that opportunity my advice is you best grab that by the freaking balls um otherwise you lose you could lose the opportunity forever um and this could be you know marketing it could go into speaking to a customer it could be hiring an amazing person um it could be investing into your future like you know wealth etc uh, it could be anything so always ask yourself what would my future self say about this on the deathbed so um guys um it's a bit of a um multi multiple topic um podcast but i hope this has helped um bit personal this one as well um hope you don't mind uh, i thought it was a nice offload um and and yeah if you've got any questions at all following this or you've got any thoughts you know please do leave a review i'd love to hear your thoughts and obviously subscribe share the podcast if you've got value from it and um yeah i will see you on the uh, next episode cheers <laughs> <laughs>